Hello and welcome to this week's Buzz, where we're delighted to be joined by the very special guest, Ash Jones. How are you getting on, Ash? I'm good, thanks. Great, let's get stuck into it. So tell us about your first memory of Greater Manchester. The earliest thing I can remember from the city centre, at least, I'm from Sale, so like South Manchester, um, but I remember getting the bus to Manchester Museum one day, and that's as early as I can remember, um, because I was really into dinosaurs and the whole Jurassic Park thing. I think I was like six or seven when Jurassic Park came out. Um, so the idea that there was a massive dinosaur in the middle of the city, <laughs> like, it must have been the greatest day of my life. Like, as I grew up, I kind of moved to different, as you do you when you're younger, you kind of spend like six months here, six months there, finding different houses each time. And one by one kind of ticked off the majority of, uh, of Greater Manchester, I guess. So what's the first word that pops in your head when you think of Greater Manchester? The people. The people just... Yeah, there's something about it. Um, we're fortunate enough to work with a couple of high-profile people in the city, and they're, they're always, like, my favourite clients to work with are the ones that are from around here. And I don't know what it is. And the teams that we get introduced to that are across those clients' businesses, again, it's just the people in them are just, like, the best people I've ever met. Um and I think that that's what, especially when it comes to business in Manchester, it seems to be very people-driven, like good people. Um, and not that I'd ever make it a like London versus Manchester, North versus South thing, but I think the culture um, is very different in London because you, in London you're kind of in a bit of a melting pot of like everyone's moved to London or like move from outside of London into central and stuff like that. So people tend to have just arrived there and it's it's a bit more um, social, but everyone's very career focused. You don't really get to, it's very rare that you get to know the people behind the the career of, of who you are, if that makes sense. Whereas Manchester's the opposite. I feel like anyone you meet in business, you get to know the person first and then you you learn about the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Have you got a favourite sports team? Manchester City. I was going to say for my sins, but it's been unreal for the past 10 years. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going all right at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, this this season is the first season that I've, I've had uh, a season ticket at the Etihad for some 10, 11 years. Um, and it's... Yeah, it's just like, it's my happy place now. It's like, I can't really, I suffer with not being able to switch off much ever since I started running a business and especially the last 12 months. But going to the Etihad is kind of like my, like I can relax there. So yeah, yeah it's a lifesaver. Well, I'm a United fan, so relaxing during a game of football is not on the agenda at the moment. <laughs> um, cool. Are you into music? Because the next question is kind of best gig you've been to in Greater Manchester. So are you, is that something you do on a regular? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm like, as a side thing, I'm a songwriter and I'm working on some music stuff at the minute um, with the producer, a guy called Dan Austin, who produced all of Dove's records. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's been like, and, and Cherry Ghost as well, who's... Uh, a songwriter called Simon, I can't remember his surname, why does it escape me? But he was from Bolton, 
in a band called Cherry Ghost. And again, like one of Manchester, Manchester's got many hidden gems of music outside of, outside of the big names. Yeah. Um, and Cherry Ghost was just one of them. So yeah, I've been working with him on some stuff, which has been really good. Uh, best, best gig, best Manchester based, like Manchester artist gig. Saw Noel Gallagher at the Lowry in 2006. He did a little acoustic tour with uh, Gem, um, which was just like a promo thing for, I think, Stop the Clocks, the greatest, the like singles album they did. Um, and that was unreal. Stephen Fretwell, yeah, I've seen him a couple of times. I've seen him at Gorilla the other week. And I think he's just an unbelievable songwriter. Um, but the best gig that I've been to in Manchester, I saw Prince at Manchester Academy. And that was like, yeah, I've never, ever, I, I'm not spiritual or anything like that, but there was this one tiny little 10 second moment where it was like, I don't know, it was like a transcending spiritual moment. And I was stone cold sober. I was just 10 feet from Prince. Um, so yeah, that was pretty incredible. What year, what year was that? Can you remember? Uh, it was around 2013. So I think he passed away maybe like 2014 or around, it was maybe like six to 12 months before he passed away. So one of those like last gigs in the UK. I think he played the arena shortly after, which I went to as well, but it wasn't quite as good because you can't beat the intimacy of a small venue like the Academy. Yeah, he's a, he's a larger than life personality. A slight change of pace, best coffee in Greater Manchester. Feel Good Club. Oh, yeah. I say that my friends run it, so I've got to shout them out. Um, yeah, I've actually stopped drinking coffee recently, so I have water when I go to Feel Good Club now. But if anyone's looking for a place to experience for the first time, I highly recommend Feel Good Club. Mm-hmm. Northern Quarter, just next to Pen and Pencil. Um, best song by a Greater Manchester band or artist? There's a couple because you can't just have one. There's too many good ones. Blue Monday, yeah. Sit Down by James is just some kind of like unbelievable anthem. And then Don't Look Back in Anger is probably the Don't Look Back in Anger is probably the one that's uh, reached the most people and is is the most anthemic of them all, I guess. No, we've had that one before. We've we've not had enough mentions of James. In fact, you're the first mention of James that we've had so far. I think they're like a massively underrated, underrated Manchester band. Yeah, they are. They're kind of like, they've got a bit... Kind of between generations, I feel almost. Yeah, and they've got that like that cult following. Like they'll play the arena in Manchester and sell it out. But then they're kind of like, they remind me of the Cortinas in a sense, in that they've got like an unbelievably strong... Manchester and Northwest following, but it never really. I mean, that's probably underselling James a bit, but it never really went outside of that. If that makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're a bit of one of those like cult bands, I guess. But yeah, Sit Down was like one of those '90s anthems. Never mind, like a Manchester anthem. It's like one of the biggest yeah. songs of the '90s, wasn't it? So cool. Favorite hotel? Stock Exchange or Hotel Football? I'd say hotel football. I've been mm, stock exchange. Depends what vibe you're after. Hotel football is a bit more casual. Hotel football for the day and stock exchange for the night. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> like it. 
Yeah. Uh, favorite park? Sail Water Park. It's where I grew up, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a nice little stroll, and then you you start walking down the the big. Uh, they've got like the big banks up the side of it that lead you down yeah. to Portland. Yeah. Uh, it's always a nice, nice little walk in the summer. Cool. Perfect Saturday in Great Manchester. At the Etihad. Yeah. Watching watching City beat United 4 0. <laughs> Something like <laughs> that. Or Liverpool. I'd much only, only four. Well, if we're gonna have a six again, I'd take that. <laughs> Um, but I'd actually rather watch us beat Liverpool than United these days. Um, so yeah, watching us beat Liverpool at the Etihad would be my perfect Saturday. Uh, how would it start, finish, and end? So I play for the Village Spartans rugby team. Um, so training in the morning with Village Spartans, and then off to the Etihad to watch City v Liverpool, and then finishing with. Doves playing live at the Apollo or something like that. It'd be a great Saturday. Favourite club? Used to be Kiki, which is on Canal Street, but it was one of the many unfortunate victims of the pandemic and it shut down. Um, and I've not really found my... That was always like my go-to at the end of the night um, because my nights kind of involve like a bit of bar crawling just here to there. Um, and then it'd end up in Kiki without fail. And that's kind of gone now. Um, so I'm going to have to say Mojo's on Bridge Street is like the greatest bar in the world when it's on form. It's the only <laughs> bar I've ever been in where you can guarantee that people are dancing on tables by the end of the night. So We have a particularly like pre-having kids and we had people coming out to Manchester for a weekend. You would always have to end up in Mojo's because it's uh, there's just not anywhere like that place anywhere else that I've been. No, no, it's got a special vibe about it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Cool. Favourite bar? I go to Veer in Canal Street, but it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful in a good way, do you know what I mean? It's like really cheesy and there's drag queens. and Oh, New York, New York. There we go, New York, New York. Yeah. No, it's okay. fantastic. There's like a Tina Turner drag show there every Friday. And it's like, I think the, the drag queen that's been doing it has been doing it for decades now um and she's still not lost her enthusiasm it seems every single friday it's like the greatest tina turner tribute you could ever imagine so fantastic new york new york i love that it's like you, you just grasped an acceptable answer there from the kind of jaws of defeat i could say <laughs> <laughs> yeah um exercise destination is it on like is it on the rugby rugby fields then yeah, I guess. Well, I got a Peloton recently and that's kind of like changed my life. I absolutely love it. So my bedroom is my favourite exercise venue. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say training with Village Spartans. They're a great bunch of great bunch of lads and I'd never played rugby before until a year ago. I uh, couldn't even throw a ball. So yeah, they've held my hand through learning the ropes and being really, really welcoming, which is good. Best meal out you've ever had? I love going crazy Pedro's. Get some like beer in red cups and some American pizza. Fantastic. Some 90s hip hop classics. <laughs> uh, favorite building? Maybe Store Street. It's not really a building though, is it? It's a car park. <laughs> but Store Street, where they had warehouse projects until it moved to Mayfield Depot. Yeah. Um, it was like a special, special place. 
for a good 18 months of my life. So, yeah, it's not quite a building. Like I say, it's just an underground car park, but if there's a special place in Manchester, it's Store Street. Best great Manchester band or artist? Me. I go by the moniker Wasted Youth, and my first single is coming at the start of next year. Oh, wicked. What, what sort of style of music are you, are you releasing? Uh, it's very, like, it's definitely got Manchester influences in it. I think you can hear I'm from Manchester in it. It yeah. reminds me a bit, the first single we've got coming out is called Nothing Hurts Me Like You Do, and it's a bit somewhere in between High Flying Birds, um, Johnny Marr, and Arcade Fire. If you put the three of them in a melting pot, you'd come out with that one tune. So, yeah, it's not a bad mount- melting pot, man. It's not, is it? No. So, yeah. so, are you instrumentalist as well, then, or are you kind of do you, do you sing? Uh, yes, yeah, songwriter. So, and then I play yeah. guitar and lead vocals, and then um, I just work with a band for the, like recording. Through it was just me and the producer Dan Austin. He kind of did like the majority of the music stuff. How exciting is that? Yeah, sounds really good. I'll send it. I'll send you. Uh, I've got the mixes nearly done, so I'll send it to you after this recording. And oh, you can wow. like a first listen. Brilliant, man. Well, all the very best for that. I feel like it's a cheap segue going back into rapid fire questions after that. <laughs> um, if you, if there is one that stands out, a best kind of single night out you've ever had in Greater Manchester. Stone Roses at the Etihad was one. Yeah, it's going to have to be Roses at the Etihad when they did the reunion stuff a few years back was quite something. Um, either that or it'd be one of the nights, uh, one of the nights at Warehouse Projects is Store Street. Um, there was one in particular, I think with Annie Mack and I can't remember who else, but it was an unbelievable night. It has to be Stone Roses at the Etihad. Especially as it's just like it was just like a Manchester homecoming thing. I don't know. It felt it felt like the entire crowd had. You could feel the entire crowd had waited. Like you know, some people had waited twenty years for that moment, and then some people that had never even had the chance to see them when they were around the first time. Yeah, um, and they were on form that night, which is very rare to say for Ian Brown. Cool. Um, you're great in Manchester icon. See, I'd say Noel Gallagher, but I've had the fortune of getting to know Gary Neville very well over the last few months and brilliant, brilliant guy and hugely inspiring. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know Noel Gallagher. I'm just, you know, what he's achieved is second to none. Uh, whereas I know Gary now and, yeah, whenever I'm around him, he's got a an unmatchable energy about him. So as a City fan, it pains me to say, but I'm going to go with Gino. Yeah, well, as a United fan, I was about to overrule you if you'd gone in the other direction. (laughs) I mean, Gary Neville would be my answer to that question if anyone ever flips the answer, the questions to me, because I think he's an amazing ambassador for for Greater Manchester. Yeah, an unbelievable ambassador for the City. Uh, most inspiring business figure then? Is that, is that Genev too? Or is there anyone else that you, you've worked, you've had the fortune of working with that you'd call out? Uh, yeah, Sasha Lord. Again, like a, a fantastic ambassador for the city. I think we're really fortunate in that um, some of the city's high-profile figures also happen to really care about 
the city and um, helping it prosper. And again, like Gary, Sasha is one of those people um, who really carries the city on his back. So, yeah, Sasha Lord. Cool. And winding down, perfect Sunday in Greater Manchester. Well, if I've been to the Etihad and watched Doves the night before, I'm definitely hungover. Uh, it's just a nice little stroll around the Keys for me, around yeah. Media City. Yeah, I've got a little pug, Bruce, so I'll take him for a walk. The last question is your Greater Manchester happy place, but you, you used that term earlier to, to refer to Etihad, so is that... Yeah, definitely the Etihad. That's case closed. Yeah. Wicked. Well, look, thanks so much, Ash, for sharing those questions with us. And... Um, in particular, really, really excited to see with the, the theme of music coming through there that you're dedicating a bit of time to to venturing into that arena as well next year as well. So um, all the very best right now. Thanks a lot. Greater Manchester Business Stories is produced and presented by Joe Taylor of Real Handful. The special guest was Ash Jones of Great Influence. You can find out more about Real Handful by visiting realhandful.com and you can see more from Great Influence at greatinfluence.co.uk. Audio production was by me, Andy Blackaby-Isles. <laughs>